Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our first episode. And today I am sitting with the amazing author, Maxwell F. Hurley. And he is going to talk about amazing things about his Lit series. Hi, Max. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm okay. I'm really excited since this is our first episode, actually. I feel honored that you chose me. <laughs> um, I met Max, you guys, from the other podcast that I am the co-host with, with Caddy. It's called Books, Cats, and Snacks Podcast. And we talked to Max a while back about his books. And I wanted to get an update with him, see what he's been up to, and especially he has his fourth book in his series because when we last spoke to him, he only had three and you were working on your fourth, right, Max, I think? That is correct. Uh, the fourth one is out and published this year. Wow, that's pretty cool. Let's go ahead and start, actually, from the beginning. So uh, let's tell me about you first, Max. How about that? Well, I'm, I'm just a first-time author and decided to write a series, you know, potential seven books. <laughs> seven books? You've yeah, already planned had, out seven for your lit series? Yes, the outline in in the head is seven. So the first four are out, and number five is actually written. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm in the editing stage, and then the, the outline in my head is for six and seven. Oh, that's pretty brilliant. That's pretty cool. Can you tell us first about the first book, at least? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first book is... Lit Part One: The Dark Ignites, and I believe that you are currently reading that. If I'm not I mistaken, I am actually. I'm not giving it any justice. You tell us all about it first, because I oh. do want to say I, how much I've enjoyed it so far. Oh, I thank you very much. So the premise of the entire series is that within humanity, there's a balance between light and dark. Too okay. much light. Uh, takes away people's free will and you know god or the light doesn't want that because he wants us to make our own decisions the dark too much dark will influence humanity to enslave it and of course the dark wants that they want that power they want us to be enslaved so the light created the conduit of light which is an angel that brings the light to the people of the earth and she's a very important character but she's not in it a lot. Oh, oh okay, yeah. I, I I don't know where you are in the book. Uh, she's, uh, you probably know it, like, she's always surrounded by the two other girls. Right, yes, yes. Protecting her. Yeah, I was wondering if that was going to be like that all the time. Yeah, she's very, very important throughout the whole series. Gotcha, okay. You, you know, but she's not like a main character, you know, which is obviously Alexandria Johnson. Right, yeah. Who goes by Alex. And who, Alex is definitely my favorite character. Oh, she's, she's she's a little spitfire, isn't she? Right. She's she pretty much like sees boundaries, but she's like, I'm gonna go beyond that kind of thing mm-hmm. from what I've gathered so far. Yeah, and the thing is I like about Alex is I don't know if you notice is that, but she's not the typical hero that makes all the right decisions. She is very much learning her role as a light century. And the thing is what I liked about her becoming a light century is that she was asked. They didn't force it upon her. They didn't say, okay, 
this is your birthright and you have to do it because I didn't want that story because I don't think that a higher being would ever do that to a person. I like that. I like how you approach that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. They just wouldn't throw it on there. Okay. So what the light century does is that they, they protect the balance from the dark because the dark brings these infiltrators, which is like a fog mist that forms into a bear like creature. And their only job is to kill or possess willing humans to become demons. And that's what I wanted too, is I didn't want like, I, I never understood these movies where these demons just, or these these beings, paranormal, attach themselves to someone who isn't willing to do it. So I wanted the antagonist to be willing to accept that demon or that infiltrator to become that demon. And so that's how the dark is influencing over humanity. That's a really dark premise already. Mm-hmm. And then to put it on... 17, right? Alex is 17. Yeah, she's 17. Put in that the on a 17 year old in your book. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And if uh, you notice throughout the book in the series, that I just don't deal with the supernatural. There's a lot of maybe like everyday events that are happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got someone who's oh, involved. School or school you've got somebody who's involved with their who lives with an abusive parent, and then you have you know. A young teenager who's in the who's battling alcoholism, and yeah. with that, he's finding maybe a potential love interest. So the love interest of the person in the person. <laughs> and I don't want to say it either, right? Because I want people yeah. to read this book. Lit Your Lit series is it's quite popular actually, and I definitely recommend it to people. After we spoke to you last time, how would you? label your book though would you say it's a ya fantasy see that's or? where I, i've always had trouble at so you know obviously because the in the first book she's a young 17 year old girl right in high school and so i was like well is she ya but it actually deals with a lot of mature items so i'm like i was gonna say that is a lot of mature but you know a lot of times you have to give credit to a lot of the younger audience or the younger characters because mm-hmm. they do go through real life situations and that's what I wanted. And I, when I wrote the series, I wanted to make sure that obviously it was a fantasy, but I wanted it to be somewhat real, yeah. you know, like, like maybe connect something. It's like, you know, and especially the second book, I really hope that you, you get into the second book because that one really shows the real life situations that some people can find themselves in. Can you track back a little bit how you started this whole series like what made you start wanting to write about the dark and the light and things like that so when i wrote the series and had the idea for the series it came to me from this church that is across the street from where i work and it's a big beautiful massive church it was a cat it's a catholic church and i i always wondered it's like wow that is just a gorgeous church who would live like if you had someone to live there you know who would live there who would be the the, the person that would not live there. Oh. And obviously the first first thing that would uh, pop in your head would be, okay, some sort of demon or former demon that's turning into the, you know, the right. light like battling. And I was like, okay, that story's been done to death. That's true. And, that's true. You know, so I was like, who would, who would be the last person you would think that would live in a Catholic church? And I said, you know what would be, be the weirdest person to live in a Catholic church? 
a popular young girl who dresses in goth attire. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I did. She comes from a happy home. And I said, so why? And then the, it came to be, why would she live in the church if she comes from all this happiness? And then it kind of just morphed into, okay, she would be working for the church. What would she be doing? It just kind of came to me and I said, okay, I want her ending up in the church working. But she's a popular young girl. How would I get from A to B? Right, and that's how right. kind of how the story kind of looms into. So in the first book, she's in high school. Second book, she's in college. And the third book, she's her first job, which is at the church. But you're going to have seven books in a series. Are we mm-hmm. going to see her grow into even more of an adult? Oh, yeah. Or... yeah. So the, the third book, when I ended the series on the third book, the person who I bounce the stories off to asked me one day, he goes, where do you see the story going? I said, well, honestly, I could go, you know, I told him kind of like the outline. And he's like, you can write that. He goes, that's good. And I said, yeah, okay, but what about, you know, A, B, and C? And he's like, and then we kind of like bounced it off each other. I'm trying to say this without giving too much away of what I wanted the right, our, our yeah. young protagonist to go through. He goes, well, how many can you get? I said, oh, I can do six. He goes, no, you can't do six. You got to do seven. And I'm like, why? He goes, because six is the devil's number. You got to do seven. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. That makes sense. (laughs) So I said, I I can stretch it out to seven, which in all honestly, after written the fifth book, seven is the magic number. Oh, that's good. I like that you are able to kind of see how it will become and then how you'll round it out near toward the end. And it it was kind of funny one day in the fourth book, I was having trouble with a certain situation Mm -hmm. that someone got themselves into. And I was like, well, how can I, how can I do this? You know, how, how can I make it work? And then I was ironing my shirt for work and it just came to me. And I was just like, oh, I got to write that down really quick, you know? Oh. And I was just like, that's perfect. I you love know? hearing then, that. <laughs> I love her, yeah. hearing how authors come with like, like when they come up with a twist or something or how they come up with a solution and whatever, you know, whatever they're working on in the book. That's great how you came upon that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it happened another time because I was sitting there thinking on my way home, I was stuck in rush hour traffic. And I was like, how would I end this series? You know, and I was sitting there thinking about it. And then it just came to me. And I instantly called my story editor. And I said, Hey, what do you think of uh, doing this? He's like, Oh, that is perfect. (laughs) You know, (laughs) now I just got to get there. Right. And I like how you can see that, like, you can visualize all that already. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So it, 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 it's really good. When the first three books, like I said earlier, the first one, The Dark and Night, she's in high school. She's just learning her, her role. As a light century. Yep. As a light century. And she's understanding that pretty much any decision you have in life has a consequence, good or bad. And that's one thing I, lo- I love writing about Alex is that she has every intention. She has a quick I don't want to say temper, but she's quick to throw a punch, but she's instantly that fast to forgive. You know, she's got a caring heart. That's what I liked. And then in the second and third book, uh, we see Alex grow. And with that, you'll see a lot of the problems grow with her. The fourth book, that, that one is really particularly interesting on the on the situation. <laughs> I'll say that. I don't want to give it too much away, but there's a, <laughs> there's a lot in there that when I had a my sister-in-law read it, She called me up. She's like, when is the fifth book coming? (laughs) (laughs) 
she goes, you can't end it like this. <laughs> you have a fan definitely there. <laughs> Did you have any difficulties writing Alex? Because you seem to obviously know her character by heart. You created her. Yeah, Alex was really uh, pretty easy. Uh, just because I, I knew exactly what I wanted from her. Mm-hmm. What I wanted my protagonist to be. I wanted her to be... Uh, someone kept on calling her snarky. And so... I was like, okay, I can do snarky, snarky. And she, and I wanted her caring. The big thing I wanted her is, is really caring. And I wanted her to make mistakes. I can't stand protagonists who are perfect. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like that. And then yeah. I, I like that once they make the mistakes, they kind of work it through it, whether or not they can figure it out immediately or not, you know, but you can kind of see their work through it, which is really really a good thing to read as a re- you know as a reader mm-hmm. you get to go through that adventure with them you know whether it's it's really tough for them or not but it, you get to go along the ride mm-hmm. so i and, definitely appreciate that in books and every every character has a little bit of me in each one oh uh, i like yeah yeah mm-hmm. i mean alex is snarky you know because i'm i'm quick with the lip i can <laughs> you know, it's gotten me in trouble more than once. <laughs> kale. I've got a lot of a kale in me. The little bit that I've read so far, well, a little bit more than a little bit, but but what I've read so far with Kale, he seems he seems really like he wants to be really courageous, you know, and, and it's there. You can see it, you can feel it when you're reading his character, but he's not quite there yet. You can see the development in Alex, but you can also see it in the other two also. So mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's really, really yeah, cool. Kale, like a trio. Kale was obviously dealing with, you know, the alcohol issue. Uh, then Sarah, you know, growing up, you see some bad stuff. Sarah represents a lot of that that I saw growing up. Not personally, but I've seen. Right, you're aware of it. Yeah, you know, aware people of People that you know and stuff. Exactly. Anne is just a just a sweetheart she's that you know wholesome girl that everybody knows and you gotta throw that in there some (laughs) yeah which she is very i don't want to give away the book but (laughs) you know it's hard to talk about the characters when there's so many uh someone did write though to me and i think they put it in a review on amazon they're like don't get attached to any of the characters (laughs) Well, <laughs> yeah. all right, you say so. <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> speaking of like the Amazon reviews or speaking of just publishing, how did you deal with publishing your books? Like, did you have any difficulties? Did you, were there anything crazy? Oh, yeah, it was published. Finding a publisher was just hard. And I didn't want to self-publish, which I have nothing against self-publishing, but it was just something I didn't want to deal with and then uh rejection after rejection after rejection and then i found this uh not a major publisher but a minor publisher mm-hmm. from the uk uh double dragon which is an off print of fiction for all and they picked up the book so i was i was happy and the hardest part is all well, pretty much the marketing is on my own <laughs> and the marketing is just it's no joke so to any pub author out there marketing is going to be your biggest challenge i can't imagine having to go through the biggest hurdle already just writing the book you know and then all the editing and all that stuff and you've completed your masterpiece and then you still have to sell yourself some more oh yeah and the selling is hard and then when you're trying to sell yourself to the public oh 
then you're opening yourself up for criticisms and it's it's no joke. You're working on your fifth book already. Mm-hmm. You already kind of see how your sixth and your seventh one will be, which this is that's an amazing feat, I I would say. So well, thank you. <laughs> so back to your lit series. If since you are marketing and you're selling yourself, if somebody comes up to you to like a book signing or whatnot, how would you just tell them what this book is about? Just in sh- in like a short sentence, a couple of short. Uh, my my elevator pitch. Yeah. <laughs> so my elevator pitch that I tell people when they come in and I'm describing my book is that there's a balance with humanity. Like I said earlier, too much light takes away people's free will. Too much dark takes uh, and and enslaves humanity. So the light asks a young girl to become a light century, and she accepts these roles. This role. And then she's battling these infiltrators, which is a dark mist that forms into a bear-like creature that inhabits willing humans to become demons. And she pretty much battles them to maintain the balance. And throughout that, she's learning that consequences affect, you know, her real life. You know, I guess trying to maintain that balance between her two roles. Perfectly done. Because I'm sure you've said it many times. Oh, yes. Once or twice. (laughs) But you have some recent news, Max, about your book. Oh, yes. You you have to tell us. They are currently in the fall issue of Girls Life magazine as uh, their autumn reading list. That is awesome. So pick up your Girls Life magazine. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Girl Life magazine? I kind of was trying to market, obviously, because marketing was such a pain. (laughs) (laughs) And then I talked to them and pretty much they said it's going to cost X amount of dollars, you know, to get this in if you wanted to do this. And then then I had someone who had faith in the book decided to sponsor it to get in there. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they they sponsored the book because they had that much faith in it. Do you have an idea what you want to do beyond being done with the Lit series? Like, do you already have something working in the back, on a back burner maybe? Well, I've always wondered, like, do I want to continue this world and go into different directions? Right. Uh, Because Alex isn't the only light century on Earth. So you can definitely have a few other outlets. I can have other outlets. Yeah. And when you um, get to book, mm, I want to say three and four, you'll kind of see that world expand more. I was thinking kind of off shooting there. And I want to kind of give this out to anybody who's potentially reading it. Is that when you're reading my stories there's always one or two sentences that will is key to the next book. Is it going to be a little obvious for us? No. Or when you read the next book, you're like, oh, that's When you read the you next meant. book, you're going to be like, oh, gotcha. okay. You so know, you're sprinkling kinda, crumbs. Yes, there are the crumbs that go from the previous book to the next book to the next book. Nicely done. <laughs> It's like a hook. Yeah, it's kind of like a hook. And so that way, there's a really big one that shows up in the fifth book. 
that's breadcrumbs all the way through the whole series. I really yes. need to get moving with, with your books here, Max. So yeah, I can get caught up with everyone else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's really good. And so part four of the lit series called Be Grimed Harridan. Oh, it came out this year. And this one is... Thank you. It really brings Alex to understanding what her role is. Okay. Because at first she's just kind of like trying to figure out what it is. Well, 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 she is. I wish I could tell you more, but there's just so much <laughs> to it. And I, okay. I, I can't say that. It's really good. People who've read it, like I said, they're like, this is fantastic. You know, because it is... You, you left it on a spot where the reader wants more. And I will say this. If you're one of those people that read like the last part of the book, you know, spoiler, the last sentence gives away the entire book. No. The oh, last no, sentence actually, of the okay. book. I'm one of those people, Max. <laughs> that would go to the last page? Well, no, mm, not, not exactly. I kind of skim through a little bit usually yeah. like when i'm really into the book let's say i'm like 25 percent through mm-hmm. i kind of skim through the back a little bit and i i think i just enjoy seeing new names mm-hmm. and then i get curious like oh i'm about to meet somebody later on with this name who is it gonna be so mm-hmm. i don't i don't look for like no spoilers or anything like that but i do kind of skim through because i'm just curious because one of my uh my editors i was i use what she normally does is is as she's editing it, she writes a little report on each chapter on mm-hmm. what she thinks is happening into the book. Oh, and okay. it was kind of funny. I was kind of reading it and I was kind of smirking to myself. And then the last the last chapter, she was like, Well, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Give it like a little bit of suspense there. Well, is there anything else you want to add about the lit series or about you as an author or anything else? Uh no, I'm just an average guy who wrote a wrote a series that he really enjoys. He hopes that other people will give it a chance. Come through my Facebook page. And if you order through my Facebook page, every purchase always gets a button that I always send out and get the entire series. In one order, I'll send you a, a knit hat nice. and a button with it. So it's... But besides your Facebook page, people can get your books anywhere to get Every, everywhere right. i mean you can get on amazon through my publisher's website which is fictionforall.com and then uh you you can order it at your your local you know bookstore, local bookstore. support local bookstores yeah support yeah. your local bookstore but i think that's it for today max thank you for stopping by and talking to me and telling me about your book Max is the author of the lit series in which he plans on having seven books but he just published his fourth book this year mm-hmm. and he was in girl life magazine and this is a pretty pretty really well in-depth fantasy series a fantasy i would say yeah, a modern day fantasy yeah well right it's not like there's fairies or anything like that not mm-hmm. that it's a bad thing but definitely modern day and i really really enjoy your characters i think i think you have them um, more than just like a surfacey character they're really um, well developed. I really enjoy reading about them. There's a lot of heart in it. So, but anyway, but thank you, Max, for stopping by. All right. And thank you very much. We will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. All the other information from this episode will be in the show notes. Please support indie others as well as indie bookstores. And of course, the other podcasts, Books, Cats, and Snacks, 
where me and Caddy talk about all things books and, well, her cats too. See you then. Bye.